Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Miss Tab, Monica, John P., and Nikki B. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. And thanks for joining us on the 126th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Today's episode marks the third week of Listener Request Month on Final Girls Horrorcast. This week, we're covering Strange Land, as requested by Fred B., and Seven, as requested by Todd. Yeah. Thanks, guys. For you new listeners, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Uh, Seven had been streaming on Netflix, but of course, we chose to cover it, and so it's been taken down. Mm-hmm. Um, however, both movies can be rented on Prime, Vudu, etc., whatever your favorite uh, renting site is. So check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Yes. Just as a reminder, on our normal episodes, we only choose films that are streaming currently, Mm -hmm. Uh, But on Listener Request Month, we make exceptions, so... We make our own rules this month. We make our own gosh darn rules. Well, our listeners make our rules this month. And we try not to spoil as much on Listener Request Month, but I think in this episode, I will probably get real spoilery. Y'all, if you haven't seen Seven... I don't think Strangeland matters, but Seven, it does. Yeah. (laughs) If you haven't seen Seven, really don't listen to that part. If you haven't seen Seven, what have you been I doing know. all really these years? Really go and buy it. Don't Brad even... Pitt at his finest. <sighs> Just saying. What did we call this episode earlier, Carly? I sure called it the trifecta of magic. It is the trifecta of magic. Indeed. It's exactly that. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. It does. But before we jump in... First... A... <laughs> Sorry. You just... I was just going to ask you what number, what the first... What the first piece of the puzzle is. <laughs> oh, the first piece of the puzzle. Well, I have to do my thing. Okay, go. I can't just jump in like that. But before we jump into these films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Annabelle Come Home. Or Comes Home. Annabelle Comes Home. <laughs> with a June 28th release date, it's directed by Gary Doberman, who, this is actually his first film as a director. He has previously wrote films like Annabelle, Wolves at the Door, Annabelle Creation, It, The Nun, It Chapter 2, and he's also uh, he also wrote the new Are You Afraid of the Dark film that's coming out. It's written by James Wan and Gary Doberman. The IMDb summary is... Determined to keep Annabelle from wreaking more havoc, demonologists Ed and Lorraine Warren bring the possessed doll to the locked artifacts room in their home, placing her safely behind sacred glass and enlisting a priest's holy blessing. But an unholy night of horror awaits as Annabelle awakens the evil spirits in the room who all set their sights on new target on a new target, the Warren's 10-year-old daughter Judy and her friends. It's a really long summary. It's a really 
long summary, and I almost fucking nailed it. Almost. You nailed it in my book, I screwed up at the end, but it's all right. I'm getting better at these things. I'm telling you, I learned how to read because I did this podcast. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. It's beautiful. It's beautiful work. Hooked on phonics that we do here. Start a podcast. You too can learn to read. (laughs) Star from IMDb summaries. They always make sense. (laughs) You know, there's just something different about reading out loud than reading in your head. I agree. Yeah, it's a little different. Not super. I'm getting used to it. Were you? In school, were you the type of person that like they, you know, when you would go around and read, count like the paragraph and then like read that paragraph over and over so you didn't like fuck up yes. when everybody had to read? 100%. Me too. And I think I missed a lot of the story Always. <laughs> because of it. Because I don't know what anybody else said. No. I was listening for well, keywords. What does that matter? You just got to nail your part. That's all that exactly. matters. Exactly. That's all that matters. Yeah. Oh, so let's talk about this trailer, because what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, what's going on here? Well, as you all know, Carly and I just love Annabelle. We love her so much. It's just basically our favorite movie of all time. It's true. Just kidding. Fact. We're not fans. We're not fans of the Annabelle. Um, Although... Annabelle Creation wasn't bad. Creation. Was that the last one that came out? that was an improvement for sure. That was good. I liked that one. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that, Annabelle, that Modern Horrors versus Final Girls episode. That was our first episode together. Oh, my God. That episode's hilarious. (laughs) Our good. It's just set the tone for the rest of our podcast life. What did we do? Here we are. (laughs) They always claimed that Oculus was shitty and Annabelle was awesome. And we were like, no, we feel the opposite. And so we just argued that whole episode. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was good. It was fun. It was. You know what's not fun? This trailer. What is going on with this trailer? Can we just let the Conjuring universe die? Can it just like get sucked into a black hole and just go away now? I mean, what else are you offering me here? (sighs) They're offering no things. They're offering. This is just made up bullshit. This isn't even based on anything. (laughs) At least based it on something. That's not fun. I need facts in my horror movies. That's not true. But <laughs> I <need> facts in my <laughs> I just lied. Um Carly I, only likes factual horror movies. I only like the truth <laughs> in my horror. <laughs> it's like making up shit. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> just like I like the truth in my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drinking's happening tonight <laughs> yeah oh my i'm drinking God. for the throne what cheers for the throne for the it's throne the of, of thrones course beer. Well, we will get into game of thrones in that final segment today hell yeah we, yeah, will. we will um i just got distracted because i totally thought of the i don't know if you were on twitter today at all but justin posted this picture of Jon snow in jeans <laughs> it was like that's what i just thought of i can't handle that oh Jon snow hilarious. cannot wear jeans i think this trailer looks like garbage yeah it's I, not my favorite i was i was never interested in this movie just to be honest the title is fucking awful annabelle comes home this is this a book I read in first grade? Is my first yes. chapter book in first grade <laughs> was titled Annabelle Comes Home. That's what that title makes me think of. I think that's like a legitimate 
a thing right? to think. Doesn't yeah. it sound like your first chapter book that you read that you took out from the library? Yes. <laughs> That's, it was like... Like you read that and Little House on the Prairie in the same yeah. week. <laughs> Annabelle Comes Home is the sequel to Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Duh. Written by Laura Ingalls Wilder. No, I don't... <laughs> That's what that makes me think of. It's the, you think of like the, the Babysitters Club or something. Title ever. Yeah. Um, no, it's just it's it's none of this works. The the no. story doesn't work. You go in a room and you touch things, and then all of a sudden everyone's haunted for the rest of their lives. Okay, that's not how this works in any of the other movies, and it's like immediate. Yeah. How how could that possibly happen? It's so wildly unbelievable that's not how any of the other movies work no it's always gradual yeah no. it's a mess the Garbage. trailer i mean it's a mess the story doesn't make sense the and jump I've... scares are lame i'm not into it lame scary old man face it's not scary it's just an old it's man not face. Scary. i'm not even i don't understand it i don't like it I'm not into it i'm tired of the annabelle thing the annabelle thing needs to go away now Okay, bye. 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 The end. I was really upset about that trailer, but I was really excited that it was there. I mean, it was it's fun to talk about because I feel like we haven't really like gotten to trash talk a trailer in oh a while. Oh my god, I was so ready to trash this one. Well, me too, because it was not great. It's definitely part of the trifecta of magic for this episode. Yeah. A big Hell part yeah, of it, it is. All right. Let's move on to the second part of our trifecta. Okay, so we are going, oh, Juke Rodriguez should have been here. I know. Uh, to discuss with us Strangeland from 1998, uh, requested by listener Fred B. Let's hear what he has to say about this one. Hello there, lovelies. This is Fred, and I'm requesting um, Strangeland because, well, my other choice, the tattooist, wasn't available for y'all. And also, I want to announce the birth of my daughter on April 4th, Tara Wayne Beard. So, yay! Oh, Fred had a baby. He did. Well, he didn't have a baby. His wife did. No. She yes. did all the work. She did do all of yeah. the work. So, way to but go, Fred, Fred B's wife. Fred posted pictures for yes. us. What yes. a cute little nugget. Oh, Fred. <laughs> so, we're excited to be talking about Strangeland for Fred. Word. And really Hopefully. for Duke Rodriguez. So and yeah, when we announced that we were doing Strangeland, <laughs> I was not expecting Luke Duke the Duke lost his shit to lose his shit the way he did. Wait, Articles wait. came out, tweets happened. Dude, dude he fuck he wrote an article on modern yep. horrors about how much Strangeland is important to him, and like, I think. There is like if there is a nostalgia button for Luke, apparently Strangeland is it. We pressed it. We really apparently. tried to get him on for this one, and and Carly and I totally fucked it up because we couldn't get our shit together. And he's like Fact. making a movie or something. I don't know. There's something going on in, in Nashville, apparently. I guess. <laughs> but we really wanted to have Juke on for this one because he is so passionate about Strangeland. So maybe we'll do like a Modern Horrors After Hours where we can go go back and he can listen to us shit talk Strangeland, and then he can yell at us for. I would 100% long. love to do a Luke the Juke Strangeland Maybe episode. Maybe when we're in Nashville, we can do a thing. 
Oh my gosh. If we have we'll time. Just, we'll live stream it for no reason. Oh my God. We'll bring it up at the party oh. and we'll broadcast <gasps> it for you all. Oh, I really think we need to do that. That's my plan. You guys, we're going to have so much good stuff for you. <laughs> we're in Nashville. <laughs> okay. Intro the movie because oh. we didn't do that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So it is directed by John Piplo. Piplo. I kind of like Piplo better. Piplow. Piplo. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I prefer. Okay. Um, who did one of my personal favorite TV movies <laughs> I've never seen, <laughs> Jurassic Women. <laughs> That's what I call you when I talk about you. Thank God. I'm going to go visit my Jurassic woman. <laughs> <laughs> I love dinosaurs. Um, yeah, you do. Written by D. Snyder, the one and only. Thank the goodness. IMDb summary is... A detective pursues a sadist specializing in body modification rituals who lures teenagers through the internet. I love how accurate that is. Because you read that and you're like, that probably isn't right. Nope. But it is. It's very exactly. right. Exactly what it is. So D. Snyder, man. Twisted sister, Twist, what up? Twisted sister, man. He's the man jacked. I don't think I realized how jacked D. Snyder was. It maybe it had to do with all the makeup and like sparkle clothes. The sparkle clothes. I don't know. Didn't they wear like sequins and stuff? Yes, yeah. and makeup. Yeah, lots as of makeup. Well. There, were, I yeah. the makeup. I very much remember. Yeah, lots of teasing of the hair. Yeah, I was not a huge Twisted Sister fan. I'm going to be honest with you. But nor was I, but I feel like I saw them at like Ozfest a bunch. Like I yeah. feel like they always played Ozfest. They played a lot of things. Yeah. I didn't understand. I didn't know people actually liked Twisted Sister. They do. Okay. Um, well that's great. I'm glad they do. Yeah. I want and I remember to. him especially he was always like at every festival. I think he was like worked at a radio station or was like i don't know i just remember seeing him everywhere well d snyder's like a guy you know he's yeah. not just the twisted sister guy he's right. involved in all he's things d. Snyder. wasn't he always on like i feel like we always saw him on like those pop-up video or like i love the 80s yes. things yes yeah he was like always on tv talking and just being a personality so that's like really how i remember him Mm-hmm. I was never. He a was big, just everywhere. He was. He was all over, especially in the '90s, like the late '90s. Right. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. all over the place. I love that he wrote a movie. I love that, like, this is his baby, and like, he's like, I'm gonna be in it. I'm gonna write this thing, and I have this idea. I mean, I love that he took the bulls by the horns and fucking went with it. That's great. I do, t- and like the premise. I mean, I feel like it was fairly accurate for the time right so this came out in 1998 like aol chat rooms were kind of like totally just more becoming a thing and like i mean this was a legitimate fear that parents had sure that the parents that or didn't even know about they should that they should have had you know yeah um and so but that's where the the creepiness kind of ends for me (laughs) well here's the thing I think that the premise is creepy. The and premise I, is great. And I think Juke was correct when he wrote in his article that this would be a really great remake. Okay. I think Absolutely. that this could be a fantastic remake. Uh, 
I was just, I was expecting more like killing. I think I was too. There was really no killing. No, and there wasn't any. There was an accidental um, death. There was. <laughs> That's whoops. it. That was just one accidental death. Um, And there wasn't any real visual brutality, I no. guess. Like there was a lot of aftermath. I'm going like, to be honest. See. I was thankful for that. Yeah. Because this could have gotten crazy. This could be nuts. And this, yeah. and if it w- was, I'm sure Juke would love it. I, and especially like viewing like the poster and the pictures. Yeah. And, like, st- like I was like, this movie's going to be fucking brutal. I was kind of worried that it would be super brutal. And then I was like. <laughs> and then I was laughing <laughs> the whole time. This is great. There like, is, this is great. There is so many good moments in this movie. Oh, my gosh. There, I love that the one that we did talk about already, we oh both. God. We brought bo- up. So Carly and I met up last weekend for Monster Palooza, <laughs> and um, we'll have to talk about that later because that was a blast. But um, we were talking about we just both finished watching this movie separately, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god!" There's just this one part where I couldn't stop laughing, and you're like, "Oh me too!" And then it was the same part where they're at where they're finding the car, right? And yeah. The guys, the guys teaching the cops about piercings and body modification they find a septum ring or a septum bar and they're like what is this and then of course the ever-present uh body art aficionado yes is on the scene because why wouldn't he be well i think he was helping tow the car out of the water yeah and yes. of course he, of course he's that guy and he he's also like, happens <laughs> to be a body mod enthusiast <laughs> <laughs> and he's like let me drop some knowledge <laughs> on you that's a septum ring and it's a huge septum ring like this double zero gauge this isn't like, your mama septum ring no <laughs> what <laughs> it's not though it's your not. mama would not if have your this mama probably had a septum ring, it would not be this one <laughs> And then what did he say about the 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 body art dating back to caveman days? Yes. And he called them, oh god, what did he call them? Did I write oh it down? God. I really it was hope magi- I wrote it, it was down. literal magic. I wrote it I wrote it down somewhere. Oh, I just wrote body mod, bro. <laughs> I didn't write it down. But he called them like modern uh oh, fuck, what was it? I guess it doesn't matter. But it- no, I texted it to my friend and now I have to find it because I was like, this is happening He's right now. He's basically saying they're like m- modern tribalists or something. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, there's the, it's so dated. It really set the tone for the rest of the movie I'm for sure me because in 1998, this movie was totally radical. There's like kid rock and shit <laughs> happening. But like, yeah. but like watching it now, it is so, oh, so, 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 so outdated. It's uh, <laughs> really hilarious. And I, I don't, I don't know. But I did oh. learn something, Carly. Please tell me. I learned that Winston Churchill's mother had a tattoo on her wrist of a snake. I learned that also. I, I actually like, looked it up and wanted to see a picture of it because I did not believe that. And then I was very impressed to find that out. So it's a fun fact. It's a knowledgeable film. Really, thank you, Strangeland, because I never would have known that had you not taught me that. Yeah, we've learned about uh, 
ancient cavemen yep. loving their body art. Totally. And also Winston Churchill's, uh, did you say mother, wife, what, mother? Mother. Yeah, with the tattoos. And D. Snyder's jacked. We learned all these things. We did. We did learn those things. <laughs> I feel like they could have done a better job powdering his, like, already tattoos. I like, don't... Because they, they weren't real, obviously. They were drawn on, and they were so shiny that I was like, that's so fake. And it distracted me. I'm not going to lie. Well, and the tattoos he had were so tribally. basic. They were just very I mean, tribally. I know it's 98, but they were so basic. They were. Very tribally. <laughs> and not in a good way. <sighs> yeah. So uh, his name is Captain Howdy. D. Yeah. Snyder's character's name is Captain Howdy, like yeah. from The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Which I, I can... I can uh, I can hang with a, a cool exorcist throwback. That's We're nice. feeling it. Uh, no one else seemed to get it in the movie. I was kind of thinking no. like someone would be like, oh, yeah, from The Exorcist. But then I was like, no, that's just me and my weird horror friends that know that. Right. Um, the whole chat room thing was very nostalgic for me. It was me, too. I had so much nostalgia. I was really hoping they would be like ASL. Yes. <laughs> was really. For you young listeners, ASL, age, sex, location. That's yep. what you type when you're talking to someone. Find out a little bit more about them. Remember AOL profiles? Oh my, of course I do. So good. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, they, they address that in this movie film as well. Yes. Um, I love how the teenagers think like you can't just make up profile things. <laughs> I know they're like, this is real. Let's go hang out with this guy at his house. But I also totally remember like looking at people's profiles and then like saying I liked similar things as them, even if it wasn't I true. I don't know if I did that. I know I changed like the quote in my profile often. Well, did you go into like actual chat rooms? Yeah. Which, yes. Which, uh, how, where did you go in these chat rooms? It was just on AOL. I don't even remember okay. how we like, it was like just, I don't even think it was like a specific one. I was in the was, Yahoo chat rooms. It was me and my friend Gina and we would just like log into to whatever chat rooms. I was Because we were always on AIM. I was addicted to Yahoo chat rooms. They were just so fun I and would weird. always be in Yahoo chat rooms constantly i love them i was obsessed with them my mom would yell at me to get off the modem because she yep. wanted to make phone calls or was expecting a phone call <laughs> totally oh my gosh all the time oh my gosh and there are some so fucking funny. creeps on there let me tell so creeps. you oh my god so many i learned things i probably shouldn't have <laughs> at a nice young age <laughs> You're like, oh my god! I don't even want to repeat some of the gross stuff. I don't um, remember any of it. I remember honest. one thing in particular. I prefer. I wish I didn't remember. Just bury it. Another story for another time. <laughs> uh, just bury it. Just bury it. <laughs> Never Wasn't that bad. Uh, <laughs> not like going to therapy because of it. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> The therapy is for the other things, not for yeah. these things. Um, not for chat rooms, yeah. Yahoo chat rooms. Um, I love how the adults in this film have no idea how computers work. Like, At, like none. Like, like this guy's a detective. <laughs> he like it blows his mind that this is a thing. Like at no point it took him so long to even think about involving a computer in this that it blew my fucking mind. 
Like his daughter, I didn't even know that was their daughter at first because I was like, they don't seem concerned that she's missing. Elizabeth Pena did. Did she? Because no, she yeah. didn't. No way. She was not even, they were like, oh, daughter's not home. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. at that point, probably. No, daughter's but like still when, not, when no, they at realized. The beginning, it's like the next day. And they're like, well, daughter's still not home. We just don't know where she is. I guess that's the way it is. And then the dad's like, you know, going to work. Like, I just don't know where my daughter, like, uh, you, wh- what? Why yeah. are you out searching for her? <laughs> totally. You're, that's what you do. You find people. <laughs> You're lit- it's literally your job. You can, you have the world at your fingertips. You can, there's no 24 hour wait for you. You can do whatever the fuck you want. This is very interesting to me. And then he's like, I don't know. I also didn't understand like the friend that was helping them on the computer, like enlisting. Amy Smart. Enlisting Amy young Smart's, Amy Smart. I love Amy Smart. But enlisting Same. Amy Smart's uh, help and like, what? What was happening? She was telling him what to type at one point and she's like, type in tinsel, butt munch, tinsel yeah. bomb, exclamation point. What the <laughs> fuck is that? I was like, that's never a thing that I'm- I've heard anybody say. <laughs> tinsel, butt munch, tinsel bomb? What was that supposed to be? I don't know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I was just as confused as the old man. I just yelled into my notebook, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so it just so seems funny. weird. Okay, so 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 D. Snyder kidnaps these teenagers, multiple teenagers, like so many teenagers are missing. But, All the teenagers. But no one misses anyone except for the police, the policeman's daughter. Yeah. Like the the one friend is like dead, right? Like they he killed the one friend. Well, she had like a heart issue, so she yeah, so she, she died, died on accident. But he didn't really kill her, right? But still, that's the only death in the whole movie. And like all these, there's like there's like ten teenagers. No one misses them, and <laughs> and then there's it, it. So he just keeps them there and pierces them. That's it. They just pierce them. That's it. So just force him to be pierced and then what yeah and he then, just wants other what's the people end game there uh, he like you know I got says nothing. some poetry and pierces some kids and then what what's what's supposed to happen next we don't find out what happens next ever and that's the lamest part of the whole movie that doesn't make any sense why are we just taking kids and piercing them and then keeping them in cages it's weird it is it weird. doesn't make any sense just because he speaks in poetry doesn't make him smart or interesting to me it's just not it doesn't work oh i'm not afraid of death and yada 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 i'm bored i don't care and after he gets caught i really don't care i really stop caring after that like the whole second half of this movie could just go away and i would be okay with it i was like oh is it over already yeah (laughs) i was was like oh no it's still going this could have been a really great short film yeah. Why is yes. this still going? So wait, he goes. Okay. So he gets hit. He gets captured yeah. by the cop. Correct. Daughter's home. She's safe yeah. and sound. And he goes to a psych ward for for four years, and then mm-hmm. poof, magic. He's fine. Poof. He's fine. He's covering up no his problem. tattoos with makeup. He doesn't have sharp teeth anymore. Apparently, he wants to live his own private life. Away from he everybody. He puts on makeup every day and yeah. does his hair and wears a cardigan. Yep, because that's that's the key. The cardigan. And then, but why? 
Okay, so he's a he's a reformed go- dude. So then at this point, I'm thinking maybe this takes a twist where he's a reformed dude and then everyone it kills him and tortures him. And it's like, you know, kind of like a, a, a cool twist. Like, oh, I'm reformed, but people don't understand me and, and I'll never be accepted by society again. And no, it doesn't go that way. Because uh, <laughs> then they, they hang him and then yeah. he turns into uh, the, the uh, sadist again. Yeah. He's reminded. He's reminded. Of his old ways. That four years just down the toilet. I like how they show them uh, running over his medicine. All hell <sighs> yeah. breaks loose at that point. Uh-oh, he doesn't have his medicine. <laughs> Bad things are going to happen. He's going to go back to He's- kidnapping and piercing people against their will. <laughs> I mean, it is worse than we're making it sound, but it's not that much worse than like i don't want this to happen to anybody no but like no but like is it interesting enough that i want to watch it because not really i had a fun time with this movie i did too but i mean the first half especially the second half and the whole robert england thing yeah that was kind of distracting i feel like it took away more than it added it got like weird and cheesier than it needed to yeah. And I love how Captain Howdy somehow got him, got his daughter out of high school. How? How How did he get her out of school? I was very confused by that because was she in high school? Yeah. Was she in college? No, I thought she, she was in, like in... She was in high school. Okay. She's in high okay. school and and they basically said that he called the school... And said, uh, I'm going to go pick up my daughter because something emergency came up. And apparently they just let her out. They didn't even verify this. They didn't verify it with an actual human body. Right. They just let her leave the school. That's not how that works. That's not how that worked in the 90s, especially. I can guarantee that. Especially like her kidnapper had been let out of prison. Why would you want to? Like, what are you just running to some random? Like, I need to see this happening because this does not make sense the way you're stating it. No. (laughs) She is like PTSD to the max. She's not just running out of school. (laughs) Oh, hell no. Especially because she knows her killer's back out. Yeah. Especially killer. Her kidnapper. (laughs) Her kidnapper is out like, fuck no. Or like, she is indoors until she sees her father. Right. How did he kidnap her again? I don't know. How did this happen? It doesn't Who's seem responsible? real. It doesn't seem real. Because it's of- not real, Amy. It's not real. No. <laughs> That's why. Gosh. Now, I know I really can't wait to talk to Juke about this, and we will make that happen at some Juke point. I need that right to now. happen because I have so many questions. You know it's going to happen at the party. Namely... My number one question is, you know how Juke is always on me for liking like cheesy 80s horror movies? Yeah. Yes. Oh, say it. How? (laughs) How is this any fucking different? How is this even a little bit fucking different? At least those are like ridiculous on purpose. This is just like a mess. Can we talk about how hilarious the, the suit is at the end of the movie? The fire suit, if you will, because I was like laughing my ass off watching this. Like, what you don't like it when there's tattoos on fire jackets? It was so fucking funny. 
that I couldn't handle it. I also like how the cop is throwing candles at him. Like, what is that going to do? <laughs> Just throwing candles at him? Get away oh from me. Oh, my God. I'm literally not going to do anything. I also wrote, what kind of church is this? Because <laughs> <laughs> what was that room they were in at the end? There's like, it was a mirror. It has there's like mirrors. weird gauze drapery all over the walls. It didn't make any sense. I've never been in a church that looked anything like that. I've been in some churches in my day. Not going to lie. mirror room. Never been in one like that. Oh my God, that's so funny. All right. I'm, I'm done. Oh, I'm just glad we talked about the weird tattoo suit that was. <laughs> that tattoo suit. Well, if you put tattoos on the suit, it's like it's his skin, basically. It was so You trick the it, viewer into thinking it's his skin. It was so funny because all the shots, there were so many shots at that <laughs> at that point where it was like a wide shot, then it was a close shot because you don't want to leave it wide too long right. because then you can see that it's a, not real. It's important. And then it's a close one, but then that's really awkward and... It was just, there was so much happening in that last scene. Yes, ma'am. It made me laugh a lot. It was something. Twas indeed. (laughs) Are we ready to move on now? Okay. Let's listen in and hear Todd's request. Hello, Amy and Carly. This is Todd. And for listener requests, I'm throwing out seven. The horror thriller classic by David Fincher. Because everybody really wants to know what's in the box. Thank you. So Todd requested seven from 1995. It's directed by David Fincher, who directed Fight Club, Panic Room, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl, etc., etc., etc. Written by <laughs> Andrew Kevin Walker, who previously wrote films such as 8mm and Sleepy Hollow. The IMDb summary is two detectives, a rookie and a veteran, hunt a serial killer who uses the seven deadly sins as his motives. Yeah. So I'm really excited that we're talking about this. Thanks for requesting it, Todd. Yes. I haven't seen this movie in a really long time. He does some good work. I also am a big David Fincher fan. Not only am I a big David Fincher fan, I also really enjoy Finch. first album is so good wow anyway not related at all (laughs) they love him and so that's why they named their band that okay please okay speaking of bands (laughs) yeah that scene where gwyneth paltrow goes i hate the city do you just think of like every time i die immediately like as soon as she said that i was like yes i was like hearing the song in my head and i was just like oh i love that song (laughs) so good such a good opening to a song man yeah fuck okay sorry got really excited there's also like i'm not i'm gonna be honest i'm sure a lot of our listeners are i'm not a huge nine inch nails fan but i will say that the opening like nine inch nails remix at the beginning of this movie is actually like pretty awesome i i can agree with that yeah the show i don't even care about that song but like the way they remixed it to like be like almost muted was mm-hmm. really good and i love like the whole making of the book opening sequence i thought yeah it's a little bit dated it's totally 90s but i think that it works like, it still really works like this whole movie i was surprised at how well it holds up it's really good i was expecting it to be dated i didn't feel even a little bit like it was dated like it no. really really holds up 
Because they kind of leave technology completely out of it. Yeah, it's really just like... Helps it a lot. The weird murder aspect. Which is... There's so much more I caught. I mean, I've seen this movie so many times, but I haven't seen it as like a real adult, I don't think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I watched this a lot in high school, and I probably watched it a couple times in college, but I haven't seen it since then. Yeah. And... Watching this is it, like legitimately Brad Pitt at its finest. And watching it with like a critical eye and like really paying attention. I know you you probably felt differently because I know you said after you watched this, you remembered very little of it. I watched it again. Okay. Though, because I was like, there's more. Like, I know there's more. But I feel like it it got, um, I don't know, like everything like kind of blended in except for these like little moments that really jumped out at me upon my first watching and then my second watching i got way more into it i really like i was taking notes there were definitely things i forgot and things that i remembered differently so mm-hmm. um like i really like taking notes and like trying to tie things because i know obviously know how it ends so i was like trying to see some right. foreshadowing and like there's a lot of little nuggets in here that make it really enjoyable to watch like over and over again yeah um, like, I, agree. I could watch this again it's this movie is two hours no. long I literally watched this movie two nights in a row and I didn't have any problem no, watching it. No, it's so good. How, how many times, Carly, do I say a movie has no a horror movie has no business being 2 hours? You say it a lot. This movie is fantastic. I could watch it a million times. This is a 2-hour horror movie gone right. I'm yeah. telling you, and it's not even necessarily a strictly a horror film. Like I think it definitely is in the horror genre, but it's also got like the mystery crime mystery murder thing going on, right? Which it's, is so good. And they play it so well. And it's and they don't show anything. Mhm. But they show everything at the same time. It's mm-hmm. definitely it plays with your mind. Like, there's some really strong images that make you think you're seeing things. It's the whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing we talk about, right? Where we want yes. these kinds of things where our brains can think of crazier shit than you can put on screen. So this movie does a really great job of that. We don't actually see anyone get murdered on screen. Nope. Well, we do at the end. But like most yeah. of the movie, you don't well, see any of these murders. No, you do kind of, huh? He falls over. Yeah, you see him. Yeah, you're end. right. But like the whole, like all the other like crazy murders, you don't see any of them no and you barely see the actual crime scene you barely see the actual crime scene but your brain fucking puts they, it all just together talking about how these people died is so crazy scary i know what gluttony freaky. looks like and I some of them feel i feel like i remember it got like some yeah. of these little ones especially towards the end they totally like kind of glide over these mm-hmm. like um lust and oh lust was pride like pride i don't even fucking remember pride and then this time i was like really fucking grabbed by it i think it's just so well done uh it really holds up i i mean i was so happy with my viewing i was like afterwards i was thinking about it for like two hours and like i've seen this movie a hundred times why is that still happening this is a really 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 good movie it's very strong. It's very well done. It's very well thought out. It's very cohesive. It makes sense. It flows well. The characters make sense. Um, I'm stoked. I want to watch so it again. Good. I own you it. You should. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen even watched it. I do the too. DVD I don't before. know where it is. It's in my closet, probably. Yeah. But it's so good. So let's go through these like murder scenes 
one by okay. one a little bit. And then I want to talk about some points. I don't want to get too, I mean, I'm going to, we don't want to make this a two hour long show. So I'm not going to go crazy, but <laughs> I'm really excited about it. So in the first death that we get that's um, in with these murders is the gluttony one yeah. with the and obese man. So this is man. before they know that it's a yes serial killer. Yes. His hands are tied. His feet are tied. His face is in spaghetti. He's got a bucket of vomit. And then they find it, out his stomach burst. That is, he was force fed until his stomach burst. Yeah. Ugh. Twelve hours. Twelve hours of force feeding. Oh my Gross. god. Can, Horrible. Like that is torture to the max. Like he left and got more food yeah. and came back. Yeah, that's insane. Ugh. Jesus. Terrifying. So brutal. We see nothing. No. Really. You just see the body, but although we're there told. were cockroaches in that scene. And <laughs> How'd you feel about it? I was not a fan. Not a fan. Um, and but then I was, it added to the scene. And then I was reading the sum, the uh, the trivia and uh, that they brought in seven crates of cockroaches and released them on set. Oh, good grief. And poured them on the guy. The poor, what? poor guy. Was he a real guy? Yes, and something had to be put in his ears and his nose to keep the cockroaches from crawling in his body. No, 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 no. And it didn't. That's what I'm like. How much are you paying me? And it even says it didn't stop them from crawling in his underwear. Why? Why are you telling me that trivia? I hate it. I hate that. And then they said they brought a cockroach expert on set, and that the cockroach expert used Vaseline to keep the bugs on the set. But I thought we learned that that didn't work when we watched Creepshow. Didn't they say that the Vaseline didn't work? Or these maybe yes. these were different kinds of cockroaches? Yes, they did say that. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know. But because of all the cockroach thing and like the crazy gluttony prosthetics they put on him, they uh, tried to make it up to him by saying he was well endowed in the movie. <laughs> Which just goes to show everybody, ladies and gentlemen, that a big peen will make up for anything. Amen. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know that one. It's my favorite thing you've ever said on the show. <laughs> that's the that's your favorite thing I've ever yeah. said. Today it is. Oh, today. <laughs> that makes it better. All right, so the second death was greed. And this is when yeah. they figure out that it's a serial killer, right? Right. Well, uh, yeah, Morgan Freeman does because he's smart. He's fucking smart. Brad Pitt's a fucking moron. Let's be real. Like, he sucks. He doesn't deserve one of the Even a little bit. No. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He thinks he's awesome. He's really fucking dumb, and I think he knows it. I think he. the more he hangs out with Morgan Freeman, he realizes he's I'm like, kind of a fucking moron. I know moron. nothing. I don't... <laughs> nothing. No. He's kind of... He sucks. I don't remember ha- disliking his character, but I really disliked his character. He's so cocky and weird. He's cute, though. Yeah. Um, He's 90s Brad Pitt. He is 90s Brad Pitt. Um, He reminded me a lot of the weird dude from The Killing. Okay. I could see that. You know, but just I think like the weird dude demeanor. from The Killing was smarter than he, Brad Pitt. <laughs> I think so, too. And he was also like an ex-drug addict. Yeah. So he had like... A darker side. Know, yeah. Yeah. And the, like Brad Pitt was just like, I'm just a hot shot. I think I he wanted was just kind of doofy, honestly, especially with him trying to read. Just like getting like the, 
the Cliff's Notes versions of yeah. the books. And I was just like, ah. I love when Morgan Freeman's like, can you go like talk to the neighbors or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't fucking want you on my crime scene. <laughs> I don't need you to get out of here. And I mean, I get why Brad Pitt was upset about that. Same. But, but still. At the same time, Morgan Freeman's character had a point, right? He did. He was like, I know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. I need you to get out of here. So I don't know that I realized in ever that in the greed killing that he was forced to cut pieces of himself off. Like, I don't I don't think I noticed that either. I, I don't think I ever noticed that that's how he died. He was forced to cut pieces of himself off. Oh, no. You know what? I do. I do remember that. Um, but previously, I don't think I had. I just concentrate on concentrated on um the wife's picture, and like I was just trying yeah. to figure. Yeah, I mean, out I remember the crime scene, but I didn't yeah. remember here, like because they talk about it. Yeah, his pound of flesh. He's giving his pound of flesh. Totally. But if you're not really paying attention, you could totally miss like little yeah. details that make it way more creepy. Absolutely. Um, so that's another one. Um. And then we had uh, death number three, which was sloth. Yes. Which is not really death technically, but is by far the worst one, in my opinion. Yes. I don't know if it's the worst, but it's got to be pretty close. How long was that guy tied to that bed? Like a year? Yes. A year. A year. Fucking. And like. Given antibiotics so he doesn't die and like, no, oh my God. And the air fresheners hanging and yeah, that one used to scare the crap out of me like as a kid. And I remember watching. Like, he's still alive. And when I was a kid, because I think everyone thinks he's dead, you know, yeah. and even the people on set thought he was dead. They didn't tell the cops, the, the actor cops in the room that he was still alive. And so when he like started breathing and talking, that was genuine fear <laughs> they were not they're expecting like, that they're like oh my god yeah so and oh the way that the, his makeup looked was so creepy so that guy weighed 96 pounds he won david fincher wanted to find someone who was really skinny uh and then they found this guy he weighs 96 pounds and they gave him the role, and then, you know, David Fincher was jokingly like, oh, you should lose some more weight. And then the guy lost another six pounds, so he was 90 pounds when he was filming. Whoa. Crazy. Crazy. I don't know how tall that guy is, but he's a lot fucking taller than me. I'll tell you what, I don't weigh no 96 pounds. That's insane. Just saying. I mean, yes, I do. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, so that's crazy. The guy chewed his own tongue off and like, oh, no, 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 no. That's a pretty brutal way to die. A year. You know how much yeah. like detail and like covering your own shit and like paying the guy's fucking rent? Yeah, because they were like, he's a model renter. Yeah, the landlord he said he was a model. He pays his money. We never see him. He's so quiet. Yeah. His his apartment kind of smells, but. Yeah. I don't know that all those air fresheners would do it, man. Depends how often he uh Changed and Febreze them. wasn't a thing, right? Fuck. Then I don't know. It might have like just be, been becoming a I think that's like early two thousands. Yeah. yeah. Well don't be a Febreze was he a child was, like, molester? a big thing when it came out. Don't you remember? No. Like how big Febreze was? Or oh, maybe it was just because I was a high school student that hung out with smokers. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we were all really excited about Febreze when it came That's out. That's so funny. <laughs> um, it's amazing. <laughs> this shit's amazing. You spray it on your smell. clothes. <laughs> Phenomenal. Oh, my mom is not enjoying this episode. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi. Um. Next. Next. What's next? Oh, uh, then I talk about how I love every time I die. And then, yep. Uh, the book search. Oh, the book search. So the whole FBI book search thing. I totally didn't understand that. I don't think when I first watched it. Yeah. I don't even know if I really watched this movie. What was I doing? I mean, but, it's like, a lot. It is a lot. But like the way they found him is so cool. And he there's no way he could have expected that. No, like I don't care how much you like research shit. You you can't possibly know half the shit the FBI does, right? So it's so cool that they do find him, um, and then he still fucking gets away. Although when he's he, running, he's totally doing his Kaiser Sose run. I'm just saying. I thought the same thing, yes. especially with his like little outfit. Oh my gosh. And I'm sorry. I, I mean, I hate Kevin Spacey for like the shitty human being he is and the shitty things he's done, but he's a really fucking good actor. I'm sorry. Like he, it's, it's true. Kills it in this so, role. Cause you hate him. <sighs> he, well, he plays a shitty motherfucker real well. Let's yeah. be honest. Okay. So then we have death number four, which is just lust and wow. And this is the one I think they spend the least time on. It's, but it's the one that, like, obviously, remember I said it stuck with me. It's that first. Well, you just it, see the picture of what that leather maker made. Yeah. And that's all you need. You don't need anything but else. Not you know even only that, the guy's reaction to the aftermath of it when yeah. he's like literally having a panic attack, yeah. like meltdown. Yeah. That guy's I, a really good actor. Oh I don't my know God. who that guy is, but he does a really good job. Like, why? where did he go? Because that small 30 seconds to a minute of whatever, like what he was doing yeah. was just so real to me. No, like, it's true. He's having fantastic. a panic attack. Like, just get this fucking off me. Like, I don't like his like freak out made me like get anxious because it was just so it felt so genuine. No, he like, made it. He totally yeah. made that whole. It was insane scene. to me. Yeah. And he made that real. Yeah. You know, I felt I felt that between him and just the picture of the <sighs> knife thing. You didn't need anything. You else. don't need anything else. That's all of it. I mean, there was yeah. a, there was a second guy they interviewed. I didn't even need that guy. I don't care him. Who is that guy? I don't, I don't know. Whatever. He's like the guy he, that owns the club or something. They could have completely cut him out. Yeah, he didn't need to be there you because had of this guy's guy performance. And, no, that's Fuck. all you needed. The guy in the picture done. <sighs> yeah, brutal. That, yeah, super brutal. Yes. And then, and then I wrote, okay, I'm getting a little bored now. But then that lasted a total of five seconds. So I yeah. think the time I said I'm getting bored now is when uh, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman were like having a deep conversation that I didn't care about. Um, I'm sure it was still important, but I just at that point, I didn't want that, you know? Sure. But then we get death number five, which is pride, pride. Like very quickly after that. So I was bored for a total of five minutes. Yeah. And then um, which... I thought it was super brutal and like I totally didn't remember even a little bit of it 
Did you remember this one at all? No. So they I was because t- I was trying to think about how they did Pride. So it was like the model. They glued. He glued a phone to one hand, and glued a bottle of pills to another hand, and yep. he cuts off her nose to spider yep. face. Correct. And tells her she can save her own life and call for help and be disfigured the rest of her life, or she can take this bottle of pills. Right. You can even kill her. I mean, granted, it's pretty fucking horrible. <laughs> it's really, yeah. really, really fucking horrible. But it's like a really interesting thing to do to someone, right? Like... You're not gonna. You're not dead. But like she's this is so, your choice. She's so into her looks. Like that she's is like so vain. That is that is really the epitome of of pride, right? Yeah. Just like, yeah. She can't. She can't live without her nose. Like she just right. won't do it. She's too into her looks to let that go, and she takes the pills. So mm-hmm. fucking brutal. So brutal. Super brutal. And I don't like choice. that one. Could have hit. A, I feel like that one. They could have done earlier, almost. I'm kind of surprised that they put that one right at the end, because they could have ended with lust, and 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 that would have been good. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because I feel like yeah. they almost glossed well, over that, and if they did it earlier, it wouldn't have been so glossed over. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I feel like they kind of the the trajectory that we're on. It kind of felt like. It starts with the longest. They're at the gluttony crime scene the longest. And then it gradually gets shorter and shorter and shorter until they really just touch on this one. Yeah. You I know. just was saying if they placed it earlier and like switched it out with greed or something. Mm-hmm. But I guess greed had like that whole like painting thing and whatever. Yeah, because they needed, because that was like the glue. Like yeah. that when, when they got greed, they realized that this was a string. Right. And... I get what you're saying, but I also feel like I understand, like, the order of things, like, where they just kind of were, like, whatever. No, it's, this you're a- right. I mean, I'm not saying they did it wrong. I just, yeah. like, I just never paid attention to that part before, and I feel like sure. I would have paid more attention to it if it was earlier in the film. Earlier. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. And I remember, okay, so then moving on from this point, when I, side side story, when I was in high school, I took a um, criminal justice class. We had like uh, electives we could take and that like if you're a senior, you could take this criminal justice class. And we did like mock trials of like Jack the Ripper. It was a really fun class. You like pick a serial killer and like study up on them. (laughs) It's a really fun class. And um, it's really kind of morbid, I guess, to say it's a fun class. But I mean, it's pretty cool to like learn these kinds of things in high school, especially with like how into like true crime and murder like people are. Yeah. Especially now. Like, yeah, it was a pretty fun class. And I remember um, that my teacher actually showed us the end of this movie. She showed us from like the part uh, like the fingerprint part off, like from once he turns himself into the end of the movie. And um, that was my introduction to this movie was watching the end. So I knew the end before I watched the whole thing interesting yeah but it didn't take away from the movie like i still was so impressed by the end and yeah 
watched the well, whole movie and I was okay with it. <laughs> I feel like that's the thing is because I, I even watching it, like I've seen this movie a whole bunch, but I haven't watched it in a while. And everybody's so familiar with the end. And I know exactly what happens, but it's, it's still, it's so, like the rest of it is so good that like, that's okay. And I, I feel don't like, think I ever put together like the wrath and envy being the last two left and like who's wrath and who's envy here. And like, I don't think I ever realized that Kevin Spacey really fucking spells it out for you at the end. <laughs> like, so he really does. Spacey. He completely, like, if you're listening to what he's saying and you're not paying attention to Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, he's telling you exactly <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. Um, but you're too busy thinking what's in the box and, and all these other things. You know, you're not necessarily listening to everything he's saying. So it's really um, interesting. Although I, I will say, I feel like it's a little bit of a cop out. Is John Doe really envious of David? Is he really envious? Does he really want that kind of life? Does he want a wife and a normal life? I mean, I never, I don't know that I got that impression ever. I didn't get that impression from So him. to me, I don't but know. But maybe, I mean, obviously, if he was so obsessed, maybe. Maybe. I mean, and maybe he was. I just didn't believe it. To be honest, if if I have one fault in this movie, it's that I think him claiming he's envy is bullshit. But I mean, that's but Gwyneth Paltrow's a babe, so maybe he really is. It's true. She is a babe. She's also like totally like her. the, The only purpose of her character is that. Yeah, you know, it's so you fall in love with her and then she dies. There's like yeah. no other purpose to her character, and it's sad. Cause now it is. I mean, there could have been more to her, but then it would have been like a two and a half hour movie, and who needs that, right? But it does me. make me sad that like the only female character we have here is basically just like a plot point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it is what it is. We can't we can't be important in every movie, I guess. <laughs> This wasn't about us, Amy. I guess. <laughs> but it was, kind of. It was a little bit. Oh, my um, God. What's in the box? Dude. His little face. That whole... So, yeah. So, her head's in the box. And then he kills him. I took her pretty head. Kevin Spacey's such a creep. So, Brad Pitt doesn't die, though. No, he kills... The final two victims are... He's a victim, but he doesn't die. No, the final two victims are uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Kevin Spacey. Yeah, but she's a part of it, but just she's not part of this the Seven Deadly, right? Because like, because well. he's envy and David's wrath. Yeah. So David just doesn't die, but he's I guess tortured the rest of his life, which is might as well be dead. Yeah. Probably wishes he was dead. I kind of almost thought that like maybe he shot himself at the end. I didn't remember. If he did or not, that would be too easy. I guess wrapped up in a in a nice little bow for for John Doe. I guess John Doe would have been dead, so he wouldn't have seen it. He wouldn't have known. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I, I really like this movie. It's so good. Some interesting things I found out. David Cronenberg offered uh, was offered the chance to direct the film, mm. and he turned it down. Guillermo hmm. del Toro also turned down the film. 
I'm glad about that one. It would have been so weird if either of them directed yeah. it. Yeah. Although I'm not against watching David Cronenberg's version of Seven. It's Would watch that it's one. It's very different than this version of Seven, though. Would watch. I do appreciate that... Um, that Brad Pitt refused to do the movie if they changed the ending because they were talking about changing the ending. And he was what like, what were they going to change it I to? I have no idea. Hmm. But he was like, no, I'm not doing it if you're changing it. What's in the box? Denzel Washington uh, turned down Mills. Oh, good. Uh, because I he love said Denzel. that it was too dark and evil. Oh, I love Denzel, but Morgan nails this. Oh, my God. He kills this role. No, Mills, Brad Pitt's character. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Yeah. I would have liked that, actually. <laughs> he could have done it. He could have He could have killed it. He could have done it. I would have been into that. I would have been into that movie. He totally could have done it. Oh, man. <laughs> but he was like, it's too dark. And then he said that uh, after he kind of regretted not doing it. He should have regretted after it. After he saw the movie, he was fuck. like, oh, I could have done that. <laughs> oh, man. That bums me out. I would have loved to see Denzel as Mills. I wish that... I don't know what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something, and then I read something, and then I confused myself. That's cool, right? That's a thing yeah. that happens, right? <sighs> oh, my gosh. I just read the one, um, the one trivia that says, Brad Pitt said one reason he took this role was to, quote, escape the cheese unquote after legends of the fall i've never seen legends of the fall what no oh my god is that a movie people watch yes are you you really i've seen that movie quite a few times actually what is it about is it like a really fucked up family oh it's not like fantasy i always thought it was like no adventure fantasy no 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 it's kind of a love story, but in a dep- like really, de- it's really depressing kind oh. of. But it's good. I, there's is it people, cheesy? No, but oh, so his role was kind of because he no. had these like he was the definitely like the the hot sex icon, I guess, of Legends in the Fall. I feel like I remember him just kind of having these long flowing locks. I don't know if he was shirtless, but I remember him being shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> Just you remembering him being shirtless. He wasn't yeah, actually shirtless. No, but that was the thing, I guess, that I remember. Someone was shirtless n- in my brain or on screen. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> but like he plays, I feel like I don't remember exactly, but um, like there are a bunch of brothers and he and like, I, I don't know if it was like Julia Ormond, but someone was, they were in love and then they didn't end up together. I don't know. It's like this whole. Carly, you're not selling Dramatic. It's, it's very, I don't, it's, mm, someday you'll watch it maybe. I, maybe. Or you won't. Or, <laughs> or you won't. Or, just watch or, the Cliff's Notes. Just read the Cliff's Notes of Legends of the Fall. Okay. So, uh, that's it for that one. Um, <laughs> We do have some things to talk about, but let's save some, I guess, for next week because we're already kind of over an hour. We um, are? Yeah. Can you believe it? Dang. I oh, we know. are. What? So maybe we'll just talk about Monster Palooza a little bit because that was so that much was fun. fun. Oh, my God. So uh, we go to Monster Palooza as we do at least once a year. 
sometimes twice last year sometime we went twice last year and uh justin from from horror business oh was my there. god who okay we live in california we live in southern california justin lives in pennsylvania and yeah it was so awesome i've known justin online for over two years almost three years probably maybe yeah because you had you've known him longer than i have i knew him I've, before I've known him we started the podcast just yeah. through twitter through listening to horror podcasts and things like that so like it was so much fun to finally like hang out and we had dinner and it was just uh, just a blast went to a weird bar justin doesn't drink but he was still so much fun hanging out at a bar with <laughs> I half know. of us didn't drink i feel like there what <laughs> what i said i feel like half of us because like i didn't no, drink didn't. kelly didn't drink and justin drink and then you did my, tony did my hotel and... room was right next to the bar how was i not like if your hotel room was right next to that bar you would have drank too girl oh, absolutely yeah. that bar was fucking amazing would go back my cat is standing next to the door and like sniffing and like freaking out and it's scaring me please because there's a ghost there there might be um but oh my gosh it was so amazing it was so much fun we had a blast it was it was a magical it was a magical day yes it was a magical birthday yes <sighs> anyway so we did that and then we and then i came home and watched game of thrones which was which was also magic are we going to talk about game of thrones oh my god i don't know if we're supposed to or not I will okay. say it was amazing, and then maybe we can do like a Game of Thrones episode, okay. or like a Game of Thrones super secret episode for Patreon subscribers. For Patreons, I'm in. I don't know if our Patreon subscribers care about Game of Thrones. Well, we'll find out. We'll make them care. <laughs> yeah, guys. Oh, I love it so much. It was just so good. So good. <clears throat> It made me so happy. Yes. It did. There was a lot of happy moments. And then there was some not so happy moments. That's very true. Yeah. Into it. Mm. I know. I want to go back and watch more episodes. We'll see. It's so good, guys. It's <sighs> so good. All right. What are we doing next week? Carly. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Okay. Next week. I'm very excited about this. Uh, we are going to be doing Only Lovers Left Alive, um, which is available to rent uh, for about two ninety nine on Amazon and Vudu. And then we're also going to do The Nightmare Before Christmas, um, which is also available to rent on Amazon, Vudu, and YouTube for two ninety nine. So, oh, I forgot to write who requested Only Lovers Left Alive. I noticed that, which is why I didn't say the other one, Caitlin, oh. though. I requested suck. the nightmare before christmas i'll get it up i think it's todd didn't todd just request this other one maybe maybe that's why i think it's todd <laughs> <laughs> hang on we're I'm real professional there. here at just talk just talk amongst yourselves <laughs> um so i'm very excited about only lovers left alive and also about nightmare before christmas the the tie-in that Amy gave me for the two of these was uh, pretty great. Um, what was it? It was a love story. They're both about love and they're yep. both a, have music. Yeah. 
magic, right? Oh, oh, oh. So uh, Only Lovers Left Alive was requested by Jeff B. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff with one F. With one F. Maybe it's Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Thanks. Hmm. I'm very excited to be to do this movie, actually. I've, I've wanted to see this movie for a really long time, but I've put it off because I felt like we would do it on this uh, podcast at some I point. I love how Catelyn always requests animated movies. I really appreciate that about her. Yes. Because last year we did Coraline. Coraline. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I remembered. I honestly don't remember the last time I saw Nightmare Before Christmas. I saw it in December. Oh, see, I don't, it's not one of my, it's not in my circulation of films. I watch it every year because. I know a lot of people that do. I'm Well, they do it here in 4D at El Cap. Of course they do. And it's pretty magical. So. Word. Why not? So after next week, we have one more week of listener request, I believe. Yeah. We might be a little late. We might be because we're going to be in Nashville, we are. but you'll get a late episode that week, but we will be doing a lot probably on like Instagram live and yes. Facebook will be very active on social media while we're gone. I so, feel like once we get back, we will and you're like moved into your new home and like yeah. things are worked out a little bit easier. You'll yeah. have more regular episodes. Shit's starting to calm down a little bit yeah. over Life here. Life has been real crazy. It has. Shit's starting to calm down. Soon we will be on a regular schedule. So if we're bleeding a little bit into May with Lester Request Month, you'll forgive us, I'm sure. Yeah. Which we're probably going to do anyway, right? Because we're going to do some yeah. Patreons in May. Yeah, you know, we have uh, more requests than... We've ever had before. Really which way amazing. More. Yeah, Thank it's true. you. It's true. It's kind of a lot. And we... I don't know how to pick who to do and not, honestly. Because they're all so good. And yeah. like they're all movies that we haven't seen before. I think out of all of the requests that we've gotten, only one we've done before. Yeah. One we had to turn down because we already did it. Yeah. It's already been done. You requested and we did it retroactively. We delivered. <laughs> exactly. We didn't even know. But we were like, yes. Well, that May episode we did so long ago. I... It's probably very hard to find. You probably have to like. <laughs> you got to really get it. You got to look for it. Yeah. You got to look for it for sure. All right. That's it for this week, I think. Are we done? Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. okay. So until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye. That was almost on key. <laughs> <laughs>